Episode 14 of the Siege Mentality Podcast here. We're talking week number 10 of the NFL football season. We're moving the podcast up a day. Moving it from Friday to Thursday. As we kind of mentioned last week, I was like, why am I doing it on my busiest day of the week? Uh, It really makes no sense. So common sense has prevailed. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon. I guess it's Thursday morning, technically still. Jeez. Shows you what's going on when you've been up so long for the Masters. What's going on, Ricky? Yeah, I'm doing the same thing as you, watching and slash tilting the Masters. I'm not much of a DFS PGA guy, but I get totally locked in uh, on the weeks that we are doing Masters. So I've been unusually active this morning. You know, usually it's like sipping a coffee and like barely, you couldn't tell the difference if I was alive or like weekend at Bernie's. But, you know, when I play DFS golf by 9 a.m. that day, I'm already yelling at the TV and it's one of those days. Yeah, I haven't even, I've kind of been just watching the My Groups page. Like, I don't know if you've watched them, if you have the My Groups page set up yet. It's fantastic. You basically just log in all the players from your player pool on the on the Masters site or the app, and then it just shows you every shot from your players. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I got to do that. I have Oh, you that. have to do it. It's unbelievable. It's like, so on the one screen, I got like the broadcast, and on the other screen, I just got like all my guys like all their shots in a row. It's fantastic. But it's been nice because I've, I've been able to just stay away from the app, but it's just like I have no idea how good or bad I'm doing. I know I have a too much Corey Connors, but um, other than uh, that, it hasn't been a complete and total disaster this morning that I'm aware of, so that's good. <laughs> that I'm aware of was a nice uh, phrase to add at the end of that. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's a player I forgot to add to my player pool that like is really bad, but I don't think so. I think we're, I think we're okay. Uh, it's, it's always nice when there's a rain delay because it takes longer too for your teams to start sucking. Exactly, exactly. Oh man, week ten of the NFL here. Um, okay, running back draft. Let's just get right into it. Uh, since we are doing this Thursday afternoon, Thursday night football is included this week. It uh, will be included every week we do it on Thursday. Um, I came out victorious after figuring out how to do the score sheet correctly. Uh, last week I had uh, four running backs in double digits, which you might I say like, oh, that's that's not that impressive. Like the the top school scores were 42, 37, and then like 15.9. There was a yeah. massive drop off between um, Christian McCaffrey, who's now hurt, Dalvin Cook, and everybody else. I just happened to pick the everyone else's that weren't terrible. Yeah, I couldn't avoid that same fate, unfortunately. And I, I kind of had a feeling last week that that was your best draft. That that came to fruition. Uh, I didn't expect that miserable week out of James Conner, but otherwise I did think you probably had the stronger team. Man, remember, remember that guy who was very adamant that we should take the Cowboys plus 13 and a half in the, uh, in the circuit contest and got laughed at on the three-way phone call? Hey, we... I was on your side there, by the way, if you recall. I yeah. was I was definitely not on the Steelers side, and it seemed like most of the other group was. So you yeah. did have an ally in me, is all I can tell you. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm bitter. We didn't do very well last week. I'm not sure it was avoidable, to be honest. But ugh, it felt avoidable, <laughs> but it probably wasn't. Um, we, the, the Texans getting backdoored was just an absolute brutal, brutal, brutal beat. Yeah. Oh, and you just knew it as he's marching down the field too. I'm looking at my super draft teams where I had some Jake Lutton. It was like, 
well, can any of these win anything when he inevitably scores a touchdown here? <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, not great. All right. Um, that being said, I did steal the break back. Um, I have the first overall pick this week. And, boy, it is really hard to just not take Alvin Kamara here. Um, I'm going to think about it. I guess Aaron Jones is the other option if I think he's healthy. 13.5 point favorites. Are they really going to run him into the ground? Probably is a lock for one. It's probably between those two. This kind of sucks. I wish I had the second pick this week. I think there's like a tier of three. And then there's a drop-off. Not great. Um, I guess knowing that you're going to get two of the other three, I better take the one with the biggest ceiling. So I'm going to take Aaron Jones. Ah, that, I, that actually is who I like the most this week. So... I'm with you. I'm wondering if your tier of three includes one of two people. I think you're taking the next guy regardless. Um, I guess there are reports of Kenyon Drake practicing, so I'm not sure if Chase Edmonds is the guy you're referring to. I'm going to keep riding the train that got me there. Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara are my next two. That that was the tier. Yeah, that I thought those were clearly the picks. I, I thought it was a, 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 a three – RB tier there at the top. Um, I, I can't disagree with you anymore. I, I couldn't disagree with you, or I couldn't agree with you more. Um, yeah, I, I don't think there was really much of a debate. Now this is where it gets very tricky. Um, as you yep. mentioned, Kenyon Drake magically showed up in practice today or yesterday. Not great. Um, boy, Mark Ingram appeared in practice again out of nowhere. Not great. We don't know what Matt Breida's status is. I actually would probably like him the most if I knew what his status was. Right. Um, God, this sucks. Um, <laughs> I guess I kind of have to do Derrick Henry by default here. Pick him 48 and a half total. I don't love the spot, but I know he's going to get all the work. And I'm not sure there's another guy that I, you can tell me is like going to get all the work. Even right. Josh Jacobs has been getting, like, siphoned off by Devontae Booker, and Devontae Booker's looked better. Yeah. yeah. I'm not wild about that, but I'm not sure what else I'm supposed to do there. Just confirming, we're going by DraftKings scoring, right? Yep. DraftKings scoring. Yep. <sighs> okay. I have one more pick here, so don't – I mean, feel free to blurt out an answer if you like. No, no, no. I just – I'm thinking. Yeah. I guess I feel so weird to take a 4K running back at this point, but I think the right answer for me is Mike Davis next. Uh, Christian yep. McCaffrey expected out. Um, it's not a great matchup against Tampa, but those receptions should add up. He should get all the work here. And, uh, yeah, hard for me not to lock button him this week at 4K. Yeah, that's, that's honestly where I would have gone as well. Um that's why I asked for the pass catching aspect. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have asked that question. Kind of gave. I you mean, up. I, th- I think you were probably going there most of yeah, the time, anyways. Probably. But all right, so I get two picks. I'm going to take the other uh, running back from that Green Bay game. I just don't think they abandoned the run, even if they're way behind. I'm taking James Robinson. You, the way to beat Green Bay is on the ground. Um, you don't yeah. think it's Jake Luton? No. I mean, I'm sure I, I just don't think even down like three scores that James Robinson is still getting the football 
so that that doesn't worry me too too much. I'm a, I, if they're down three scores, I'd be worried. G, uh, Chris or uh, Chris Thompson was back and he was doing his trolley little things. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying if they're down three scores, I would not be like, oh, we're fine. I would definitely be dog with the fire emoji at that point, or with the dog with the fire behind him at that point. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I kind of feel that way about all these backs. I kind of just want to take the guy that I know is, that I think I know is going to get the football almost all the time. Another cheap running back, Duke Johnson. Oh! That's where I want to go with this. Oh, I was really hoping he was going to get back. There are some bigger names, but, like, the competition for Duke Johnson this week is insane. C.J. Procise, who was cut. Buddy Howell, who, I mean. Don't you dare make fun of Notre Dame players on this podcast. He's played five snaps all year. So I didn't that's even know CJ Procise had played five snaps. Uh, CJ Procise, he's played more than that, I think. That's I news think. to me. They must be all but special yeah. teams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I really thought he was going to get back to me after you took James Robinson. I was like, ooh, he's not going to take him. <laughs> oh. Bunch of options here for me. Um,. Just because we have the injury rule, uh, I'm tempted to take. I'm try, really tempted to take Miles Sanders here. Came back, well, you got practiced two picks. out of the bye. What? Well, you got two picks, so yeah. And if Miles Sanders for some reason doesn't play, I can drop a good backup to him. I could do Kareem Hunt and just know that like the passing game's real, and maybe they work Chubb back in slowly. But nah. Um, let's see. Singletary and Moss. Don't really want to touch that. Vegas. I just don't trust Josh Jacobs anymore. Devontae Booker's looked like the better right. back for like five weeks now. I agree with you. Chris Carson. Do we have an injury report on him? I saw that the team was iffy about it. I think that was the exact quote. Does I? I don't think he's coming back this week. Yeah, I don't think so either. Do we have a report on Daryl Henderson coming out of the back? Um, that's a good question. I've not seen any Daryl Henderson. No reporting. practice reps. Okay, so that's not great either. Um, I could take Malcolm Brown, I guess, because I just don't trust Cam Akers at all. Like right. at all, they just well, don't trust him. Up until this point, maybe they they worked him during the buy. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, they just have not tried. They did this last year with Daryl Henderson. This is exactly the same thing they did last year. Right. Um. It's either Miles Sanders or Malcolm Brown. Uh, let's take the guy in the 54 and a half total. Let's take Malcolm Brown. Don't love it. And I'll take Miles Sanders as the alternate. Yeah, I think Miles Sanders is probably the guy I would have gone here if he fell. Man, this next one is very difficult. Do I go back to the guy who burned me as the alternate? I think I'm going to, even though I, I was not in love with the snaps last week. James Conner. I think it's the best available, yeah, I, unfortunately. It feels like every month they're just going to, like, rotate him in a game. It's clear that they're just, like, going to rest him out. Like, it, it's now clear that they're just, like, random games are going to be like, all right, we're going to do a three-way timeshare this week. And then just next week, it's kind of like the tired legs nonsense. It's like, we're just going to give you rest every month. Yeah, I feel like James Conner is a great play in Daily Fantasy this week. For I mean, now they're in a division game. I think he gets the football quite a bit. So no, I think... and no one's going to touch him after last week. Exactly. No one. Yeah. No. I think this is a really good running back slate after last week's complete like patheticness of the position. 
Yep. Um, I, I think it's going to be a strong bounce back effort from the running backs. Okay, so now that we're doing this on a Thursday, we don't have the circle. Actually, let's double check that. Maybe they just came out. Uh, we're recording this even earlier than normal, normal. Uh, let's see. Circa Sports. Did the Circa contest lines come out? Let's see. They have not yet. Okay, so let's go ahead. We're going to use uh, Vegas Insider Lines here as if we are recording. Um, I assume that's what you use for lines. What else? Do you have a preferred site for lines? Um, I, I, I use a bunch of different ones. I think Fantasy Labs Vegas uh, page is pretty easy to navigate since it gives you the opening and the move. Sharp football analysis is pretty decent. Uh, there's a few places. Just pick one. Just use labs if we're just picking one because it's like the easiest to, to use while you're recording something because there's just like two numbers as opposed to, you know, the line moving throughout the day. Uh, first of all, there's a ton of numbers on this page. I don't know how the hell you find this page useful, but okay. <laughs> this page is a complete, like, I see green and red everywhere. This is a disaster. It's the differentials, man. Oh, this is a disaster. I'm getting off this page immediately. It's good. I'm going to like go crazy if I look at that page for one more second. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, I will go first in terms of games I like this week. I don't know what the play calling was last week. Um, it was a spot that I really liked last week. But I'm going right back to the Arizona Cardinals here. A two-point favorite against the Buffalo Bills. Look, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury just had a bad fourth quarter. Um, two fourth and shorts with Kyler Murray, and he punted the ball twice, or he put, put the ball once, and he kicked a field goal, or tried to kick a field goal the second time. Um, granted, a 48-yard field goal shouldn't come up short, but uh, just poor coaching um, there. It was one bad quarter. He was super aggressive for three quarters. I, I think he's going to rebound this week. I don't trust Josh Allen in that passing attack yet. I know that it's a spot that people love and I know they looked fantastic last week against Seattle. Um, another spot that I was uber against the consensus Seattle minus three on that you all loved. All came me choice words for. Um, I just don't think they're as good as we saw last week. I think that's just how bad that Seattle secondary is. So I'm going to take Arizona here minus the two. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um Man, especially if Nick Chubb is back, it's hard not to like Cleveland minus three and a half against Houston. I don't trust Baker at all. <sighs> this is such a nice. this is the game Cleveland loses. This is the game the Cleveland Browns lose. Like they're they're three point favorites at home. You think they're in good shape? They should be able to run the ball in Houston, and then their pass defense is just terrible. Deshaun Watson picks them apart, and next thing you know, they're down two scores, and you're like, "What the hell just happened?" All right, I'm going to go back to my trutherism for my first choice because you're talking me off it. I'm going to go the Chargers plus two and a half at Miami. I you, think we saw the you, better we version. We saw the Chargers lose again. Yes, we did. But they're you know within field goal range of this Miami team that Tua, sure, he looked improved last week. But they are down Preston Williams. You know, Mike Kosicki hasn't been involved in the offense. The running game's a mess. And I think the Chargers, again, I mean, yes, we did see them lose. But I, I think they're a better team. I continue to believe they're a better team than they've shown. I continue to think the offense is decent. We got Justin Jackson out. That obviously didn't help their cause. I think we do get him back this week. They they have a better showing from the running performance. I, I think 
again, they have been one of the most unlucky teams, and I think this is a week we can take advantage of it with them being the underdog here. I like the Chargers plus two and a half. I love them all. I love the Dolphins minus two and a half. That was actually my next pick. Um, <laughs> I abandoned my Dolphins love for one week, and they showed me up uh, pretty profoundly. Granted, they should not have won that game, but they played much better than I thought they were. I thought that was going to be a one-way freight train, and Tua looked good. Yeah, they're without Preston Williams, but I think Gesicki in this spot against the Chargers is going to have a fantastic game. Um, Tua looked his way more often, and now with no Preston Williams, I think Gesicki's going to have a monster performance this week. Actually, one of my favorite tight end plays of the week with uh, Kelsey on by, uh, so it's going to be tough for me now. I don't have my automatic 30 points at tight end anymore, um, but I really like this spot for Gesicki a lot. I, I'm not worried about the Miami rushing attack. I think Breed is back this week. The Chargers are just bad. They can't win games. Their coaching staff holds them back. Herbert is just making one or two many mistakes. He's got the entire franchise pressure on him because his coach can't help him out. And that's not going to change. That coach is just a loser. He just loses games. Like, I'm sorry. He just finds ways to lose games over and over and over again. We've made excuses for Dan Quinn for years over and over and over again. Sometimes guys are just losers. That's it. They just lose. I think we're there with the Chargers. We've seen this with Anthony Lynn for multiple years now. It's time to just admit he's a loser. Okay. Um, I, I, I also I, just love Brian Flores. I think he's so good. Like That I think, game he called last week was just fantastic. I think we should agree with this one at the very least. Uh, this seems like a team that you would like to bet against. The Eagles, minus three and a half against the Giants. Yep. Yeah, I mean, this Eagles defense uh, has had, I, I would say, four respectable showings all year. They've all come against porous defenses, or excuse me, porous offenses. They're, I should say, let me rephrase this. Their defense has shown up four times this year, and it's been in matchups against horrible offenses. That's what I'm trying to say. I think their defense shows up again against this terrible offensive line that cannot protect Daniel Jones. Carson Wentz, despite having a disaster of a receiving core, has been pretty excellent over the course of the last three weeks. Two very good games. He gets Dallas Goddard back. He gets Jalen Rager back. I think this is a game. This is probably my favorite, you know, just thinking and talking through it because we're so early in the week. This is probably going to be my five in Circa in terms of confidence. I love the Eagles this week. Yeah. I, I like the Eagles as well. Um, I think it's a really good spot. Um, I'm with you. I, I think this is a game where they kind of come out off the bye. Healthy Miles Sanders. Uh, yep. They got their oh, passing attack Miles back Sanders. with Rager and Fulgham. And I, I think they're going to put up a, a good performance this week. I love Wentz in, in daily fantasy as well. I know I've said good things about the Giants defense earlier in, in the season. But, uh, by the way, you talked about your favorite tight end play. The Giants, you know, specifically against tight ends, haven't been where they've struggled. But the middle of the field in general, you know, slot receivers – have given them fits. So I really like Dallas Goddard this week with uh, with Zach Ertz still out. I mean... Yeah, I just don't trust that. I just don't trust the pace in that game. But I get your point. Like, he could catch yeah. two touchdowns. I just... Yeah. Ugh. I hate taking tight ends from low-pace games because I just always am afraid they're just going to block, 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 block. Um, but I, I get it. He definitely has upside. Um, God, I really want to take Detroit minus three and a half, but... Um, yeah, I Alex, kinda... Alex Smith. I don't understand why they're not starting Dwayne Haskins. Like, what did he do exactly? Can we get a 30 for 30 on what Dwayne Haskins did to this, like, never be brought back? 
Like, Seriously, he must have said something about someone's mama. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, it's a really great story that Alex Smith is back, but Dwayne Haskins should be starting these games. Win or lose. Like, spoiler alert, you're trying to lose. You're bad. Like, you're not a good football team. Uh, you probably already cost yourself Justin Fields by winning that Dallas game. Like, what are you doing? You're not You're not going where. You are 2-6. and six. You're a bad team. And you probably have one win left on the schedule, max. And that's the Christmas or that's the Thanksgiving Day game against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but if they're as long as they're going to start Alex Smith, I'm going to start attacking defenses against him. Um, I, I just don't see any way that bluntly you can play Alex Smith with Gibson on. Like you can't play Gibson with Alex Smith back there. You can't. His right. he, he already killed Kyle Allen's season with terrible pass protection. Um, and if you're going to play J.D. McKissick, like, it makes him a nice DFS play because he'll catch, like, nine balls for 40 yards. But the Lions' defensive line should just tee off in this spot. Um, and then they can do whatever they want on offense, establish the run, play action of Marvin Jones, do whatever they want. They should win this game. Yeah, I agree with you. And I love yeah. J.D. McKissick this week if Alex Smith starts. Love. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm done with Antonio Gibson as well, by the way. I think that's that's a nice way to put it. The question is, does Washington get a ton of pressure on Matthew Stafford enough to keep this game close? That's my only concern, but I've, I've been on the Lions team, you know, squad with you all year long. After that, it's basically like, which underdog are we feeling? Because I see a lot of games, and I, I don't think there's another favorite that I'm in love with. Maybe the Ravens because of how well Lamar Jackson. Oh, I like the Saints. Talking. I'm not touching that San Fran team. Okay. Well, um, well, you saw that Lamar Jackson, 13.3 yards per attempt in the second half last week. He seemed to like figure it out, but just in time for a matchup with the Patriots. I know the Patriots have been a bit of a mess, but it's not like the perfect momentum game. For Baltimore, I really wish they would have played like a Seattle or it doesn't even have to be Seattle, just a below average pass defense. Uh, I would have taken I, like a Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, someone like that would have been like the perfect spot for him. It's all Don't, about first down. They've been so predictable on first down this season. Like they're running and they're terrible at it, and then it's second and long, and then they're predictable again. In the second right. half last week, they play action on first down, and he was just back to being Lamar. Yeah. Um, all right, of the games left, I'm going to go with the gut pick. I'm on the Bears this week. I'm never on the Bears. You're I know. On the Bears. I'm what? on the Bears. I think two and a half point home dogs against the Vikings. Their defense recently has shown up in a big way to keep them in football games. They held Derrick Henry. I know he's kind of a different back than Dalvin, too. Pretty porous game for him. I think if they're able to control Delvin at all, they stay in this football game. Would not be shocked if they win this game at home. And and I'm never on the Bears. I hate the Bears. I think they're a bad football team. I think uh, you know playing at Soldier with the bad condition football field, which opponents you know always seem to have a hard time putting up big games. Uh, I just don't see how the Vikings run away with this one. Oh, man, I know. I think that's the last line. You know, looking at it, I I know. I've switched sides I'm there. I am stunned. <laughs> um, there, there's nothing else to say. Ricky can see my face. Uh, there's nothing more than stunned. Oh boy, who, who do you think is the starting running back for Chicago? Cordero Patterson. I think Cordero. Yeah, they they're going to use a rotation. 
Uh, I think those, they used... What a mess for Showdown. Have fun playing Showdown on that slate. They used that white fullback last week in some passing Ryan, no. He's actually oh. not their fullback. He's actually their second string running back. Okay, yes. I mean, he looks like a fullback, but that actually is their backup running back. Also, that's why they had Lamar Miller on their practice squad. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's going to be a mess. Um... I kind of really like the Saints this week. I just don't see how San Francisco is going to keep this close. Um, I know they're going to get Debo back. They're not getting Mostert back this week. I just... I can't... I, I, I just... On the road at New Orleans, Nick Mullins, I, I know the Saints are coming off a fantastic win. You would expect a letdown spot, but... I'm just not sure what San Francisco can do at an above-average level right now. They're just so depleted. Who who do you like this week if these initial projections hold true? Alvin Kamara at 24% or Aaron Jones at 29%? Aaron Jones at 29%. You would, you would take the extra percentage points, huh? I mean, I do think that... I mean, I've, I, I think I could, you could, there's a lot of value at receiver this week, to be honest. So there, yeah, Rager's like free. Yeah, um, there's a bunch of other guys that I liked, but yeah, yeah the Cleveland pass catchers are still free. Um, I mean, if we if you want to talk daily fantasy for a second, uh, people are scared for some reason. To I mean, I was talking to some of the subs who I said Aaron Jones and Devonte Adams, same team, no Rodgers makes a ton of sense this week, and they're like, you can do that without Rodgers. I'm like, don't do you, don't you remember DFS like? three years ago when Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell were how you started every lineup and it didn't matter. Yeah, that was a tough month for me because I would never do it. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, with a 30-plus point total, uh, they'll they'll pound the ball with Aaron Jones, but I also think Devontae Adams is going to see his normal 15 targets. So that's going to be the entire offense. And any Aaron Jones ground score will take away from Rodgers, so you don't have the ceiling there. I just think this is a condensed offense now to the point where you could do it. I, don't, this is I the think Alan Lazard's return is going to screw you up on this one. I, I hope not, because I'm going to have up. that in. I, I wouldn't say every lineup, but a fair amount. Yeah, I think Alan Lazard is going to open up that offense a little wider than you think. Jamal Williams is having a role, too. I get what you're saying. I actually think the team that I would much rather do that with is um, – why can't I look at them now? Why am I just blinking? Carolina Saints. Pitt. No, I'm trying to think of the no other team. there's another team with a really condensed offense. Arizona? Oh, Houston. Drake is out? Oh, Houston, Houston, Houston. You can do it with oh. Fuller and Duke Johnson. Yes, I, I'm actually completely okay with that as well. Yeah, I knew there was another team I was staring at. When I was like, you know, that, that, that team makes a little more sense to me, um, personally. But I get what you're trying to do with Green Bay. I just, eh, it's not my cup of tea. Um yeah, for underdogs, I kind of like Denver again. No, they let us down last week. Played a pretty bad first half, but Drew Locke again in the second half. When they just let him cook, like, I know it's silly to say let Locke cook, but when they let him just throw the ball, like, yeah, he throw, turns it over once in a while, but it's much better than when they try to run the ball. They can't run. They should really just try like to just throw it for four quarters and see what happens. Why is this total so – why is their implied total so low? What am I missing here? I mean, it's hard to make a Denver-Vegas game much higher than 51. I guess the 23 implied total just makes me think that we should be on the Denver side of this one, then. That's what I just said. That Well, all I'm saying is a 51 total, I, 
I think we should be playing Denver in daily fantasy. Is all is what I've. That's what I just said. Okay, I'm 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 trying to reword it in a different way to not sound uh, like I wasn't paying attention. You definitely weren't paying attention. I was, you I was absolutely were not paying attention. Sorry, Ricky. I was Ricky. following Patrick Reed, so I'm trying to... I, there's trying no to, chance you were paying attention. None. What wording, what wording can I use that would be slightly different than yours? <laughs> there, there's, no, there's no chance. Sorry, buddy. I literally was like, my favorite underdog is... You should go back and listen to the podcast. It's like right at the 28-minute mark. You're going to look, look back and be like, God, there was just no hope for me. <laughs> Oh, I tried to come in there with like a smooth transition. No, it was just it was like the, it was just like the what? 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 Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't mind the I don't mind the Vegas side. It's just they're kind of a team now that kind of has too many guys. Aguilar, yeah. Edwards, Rugs. I guess Rugs is always like the Marquise Brown type play. Oh, by the way, if Marquise Brown goes off this week, I'm gonna lose my mind because I just can't play him in this matchup. Their pass catchers were such a disappointment last week, Vegas. I know, but Booker was just so good. Yep. It's like Jacobs and Booker is like really working. Um, I mean, Renfro cost me a gigantic payday. Ruggs did nothing in one of my other lineups. Waller, you were right. I mean, he scored a touchdown. He still was mediocre. Yeah, I, I actually had a kind of really like the spot for Waller this week. <laughs> um I, I just Denver's past secondary is so bad. This is a game I think I'm really just gonna have. To, it's tough because I don't really hate a chalk spot this week. Um, like last week, I just hated Seattle and Buffalo, which actually didn't burn me that badly, despite the game flying way over. Um, didn't really cost me somehow. Um, but I don't really hate a chalk game this week. Like, I'm definitely not fading Kyler. I'm definitely not fading golf and I'm definitely not fading Russell Wilson. So I'm kind of going to have not have a whole lot of ownership left. So it's going to be tough for me to get to this game, but I really think I should find a way to do it. Well, what about Josh Allen? You didn't mention that name. That's another guy. I just don't play Josh Allen. Okay. He's going to be so highly owned. That's what I'm saying. Then you are tight. There is a a guy that you're avoiding in a spot that everyone's going to be at. But like, for example, Russell Wilson's still going to be like 15%, right? That's not what I have in early, but I'm guessing towards the end of the week he gets up towards double digits. I think 15% might be oh, high. I mean, if I've got like – is Josh Allen going to be like the mega chalk? Kyler, Josh Allen are the two above the field that I have right now in that game. Okay. All right. I mean, like if I could somehow get to like five quarterbacks in my pool without giving up Kyler, Russell, or Goff, that sounds like great to me. I'm just not sure how practical that's going to be, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's why ownerships are just so important in daily fantasy. And we'll talk about that Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern uh, at Elite Fantasy. So uh, make sure you check us out there. We'll have everything you need to know from a daily fantasy perspective. Uh, let's see. There's one. I want to talk about one more game here. Uh, we'll end this pod a little early. I have successfully avoided the cleaning ladies walking in on me during the pod. Which is excellent news. I was I thought about that like halfway through. I was like, beep. Now I know why I, I couldn't do this uh, at this point. Um, so uh, yeah, um, let's go with. You have a re- let's talk Thursday night football. Let's talk about the game tonight. Okay. I, I have no feel for this game other than Michael Pittman. I have no feel for this game. 
Like, I, I, I was supposed to do the cheat sheet, and I've got a show here in a little bit for the slate, and I'm just, like, throwing up my hands, like, I don't know what's going to happen in this game. The Lions moved three and a half points towards the Colts. I don't think yep. they can run the ball at all, so I don't know how they're going to be playing with a lead. I, I just, I can't kind of help that Tennessee gets out in front, then the Colts are playing catch-up being the game flow here. Uh, I think the short passing game could work uh, for this team, and I think this could be a game where Rivers relies on the receivers a little but bit do you, more. But than... do you think they're going to throw on first down in the first quarter? <laughs> uh, knowing the Colts, no, but I do That's feel exactly comfortable. my point. <laughs> I do feel comfortable backing the Colts in this game, I will say. You being able to limit being able to limit the big plays, you do – I mean, we've seen that Xavier Rhodes hasn't been like his normal dominant self, but if you could slow down A.J. Brown at all, uh, I think in a lower-scoring game, the Colts do a good job preventing the big plays. They could keep, you know, Derrick Henry away from the 200-yard, like, massive game. I, I, I think they could, you know, dink and dunk their way to a win this game. So I do feel comfortable back in the Colts. I just love the Pittman props. I love everything about them. Me too. That uh, was the first thing that jumped out. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I, I I'm gonna after this pod, I'm gonna drive over to Illinois, and uh, hopefully the touchdown odds haven't moved too much on me because I, I really think he gets in the end zone tonight. He's like the only guy in the receiving core that's playing a bunch of snaps that you don't feel is just like a guy out there running sprints. I mean, yeah. Marcus Johnson's on the field a bunch. He's very mediocre. T.Y. Uh, Hilton's other... back, but who the hell knows who snaps he's gonna take? All I know is he's not taking Hilton. Or he's My guess is he Pittman. takes Pascal's. Probably. All I know is he's yeah. not taking Pittman snaps. That's all I know. Exactly. I mean, they drafted him high. Guy was effective last week. There's no way he's the one losing out. I agree with you. Yeah. So, FanDuel has a nice prop. Uh, well, um, uh, Pittman over 75 yards receiving on Colts to win at 6-1. to one. Um, I, I, I like wow. that. That's probably how I'm going to get my Colts uh, to win exposure. Um, yeah. Because uh, I, I do like Pittman. I know Harris screwed me on that bet on Monday, similar bet Monday Night Football where he gets the 71 yards and he injures his ribs. I'm like, oh, come oh. on. It was like I needed like six yards and it was like plus 300. I'm just staring at it like, you got to be kidding me as he's walking in the locker room. It's like, oh. oh. It was brutal. And then, and then he gets he doesn't cut back for the touchdown in the first quarter. I'm like, what are you doing? Cut back. And then it was another Cam Newton sneak. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. Like, good job, by the way. You did the Patriot way. You didn't try to do something stupid and fumble the ball in the end zone. You don't get rewarded with the carry. It's like, this is dumb. <sighs> All right. I think that's a, we can end this with a good tilt session. I think that's good. I mean, there's some other games <laughs> we didn't talk about, but I just don't have no feel for Tampa, Carolina. Same. Like, my gut feels – like, my gut last week was Carolina. Then I talked myself off of it when Chris Jones came back. It was the right side the whole time. Um, I kind of like him again. But I, this line is this line would have been seven if they hadn't just gotten absolutely shellacked. And I hate the fact that I'm just giving up points because of what just happened. Right. And they didn't have the cap. And as much as Mike Davis has been really good. Exactly. All right, Ricky. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Uh, we'll have to figure out a day to record it, actually, because I'll be traveling next Thursday. So we'll figure this out. Uh, one way or another, we'll be back next week at some point, some day, some hour. Check us on Twitter at rsandersdfs. rsandersdfs. Yes. And I am the Siege DFS. And, again, please rate, subscribe. We'll do the promo next week. I know I promised it this week. I honestly forgot about it until right now. So, next week, we'll do a promotion on the podcast. 
uh, for those guys who leave reviews early, you'll get a bonus. So you got an extra week because I forgot. So leave those reviews on iTunes, Five Star Review, or wherever you get your podcast. We greatly appreciate that. And then until next week, we'll see you later. Thank you.